Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. I got the tea, baby. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Studio C. C is in your A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today we are under tutelage of our general manager. China! 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 <laughs> and and why and why China? Why China? Because the president's over there. He's, he's uh, breaking nets and cashing checks. He's, he's uh, making deals, spinning wheels. China! 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 Ah, the dragon. State Dinner Plus. How's he doing with the food? Because he, like me, does not like a wide variety of food. I kind of like what I'm used to. I oh. understood it was an all-you-could-eat Chinese buffet. Oh, that'd be He's awesome. He's been there for like four hours. <laughs> that'd be awesome. That's a state dinner plus. It's all-you-can-eat. <laughs> all-you-can-eat Chinese you know, buffet. It's just an extra $6. Uh, now that's... And I think, hey, you truly respect me. You looked into what I'm into, but like a, a mound of sweet and sour pork. I think this is awesome. Um, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there for board operator Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. We're in a black t-shirt looking like a gangsta. How are you this morning, Michael? You think uh, Trump uses chopsticks or a fork? I would use a, I don't know. I was just, you know, actually... Michael, as you know, as you know, I believe firmly to my bones, the fork is a far superior implement. The chopstick is a ridiculous attempt to get food into your mush. It's used by people who simply didn't come up with the fork in time. Is uh, uh, if you eat food in China, is does it is it relation to what we know as Chinese food, like a lot of other things that I know of? Is it like Taco Bell to Mexican food or Olive Garden to real food in Italy? Is you, it that you want to know what happens if you order the sweet and sour pork in China? <laughs> is that do, do they give you that, or do they look at you like, oh, <laughs> look at the tourist? <laughs> Or do they not even know what you're talking about? It would probably look very different. Probably be very different. It also varies a great deal by region, Jack. Oh, gotcha. China's a big country. I bet his uh, fortune cookies are all political, like North Korea hates you or something like that when he opens it up. (laughs) There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Had a a bit of 
I guess I could call it digital house cleaning. I uh, One of the games I play is a... Uh, uh, computer games that I play is a collectible card game, very similar to, like, the Pokemon cards that your your kids play with. Uh, I am 35 years old. Um, and, uh, Get the gong ready. And I... I as, Pressure's as, on. Battle as, faster. As new games come out, you know, I can't always spend as much time playing with that game as I did, but those cards have some real-life value. So I sold a bunch of my cards ah. uh, from the digital realm. Actual and, uh, value? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got well north of what I made for eating 63 hot dogs in a week. Wow. Really? Uh, oh, wow. Nice, yeah. Yeah. nice job. Wow. wow. So um, fo- a cool. four-figure deal. Yes. I remember when we were, when uh, like, the Farmville became really hot and various dragon-slaying games and what have you, you'd get little enhancements and you could sell them for real money. Yeah, so the, the the card game is somewhat tied to the paper real-life version, so you can kind of redeem these ones for real-life ones, so they, they maintain some sort of real-world value. But I was I was rather surprised and pleased to find out that this thing that I had put maybe a couple hundred bucks into over the course of, of many years had, I, I had grown, and I was there able to, to cash out with a little bit of profit and still got some tucked away in there in case I want to go back and play. It's just an investment. I'll have to ask my advisor, how much should I have in uh, computer games? <laughs> Certainly a little bit, right? Got to spread it around. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I uh, I am hanging in there. We do have a special celebrity, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> wow. birthday. Now, this is all part of, hey, by the way, I get the stitches out today. Congratulations. Nice. Take them out yourself like Jack. Well, I took <laughs> mine out last night. <laughs> oh, I, I really? got them out, yeah. Wow. Oh, boy. It hurt. Solo? Oh, boy. It, yeah, oh, it hurt. It hurt, but I got them out. Oh, boy. All right, let me start again. Today, we've got a special <laughs> celebrity birthday. It is a man who Jack Armstrong spent quality time with on an elevator at the Radio Ranch not long ago. Bodybuilder, fitness trainer, <laughs> actor, the original Hulk, Lou Ferrigno, hit 66 today. <laughs> wow. Wow, pushing 70. I was in the elevator with him, and I thought, I know you're famous. Who are you? I was thinking to myself. Mm. And didn't you say he was one of the largest people you've ever seen? Definitely. Yes. Definitely. Lou's net worth $12 million. He's one of the thickest people I've ever been around. Thickest. Yeah, thickest. just like the, the same with Arnold Schwarzenegger, just right. the size of his wrists and the oh. size of his thumb. Well, I'm sure and that's that stuff. Sure, he started out pretty solid. Then you take enough HGH, the human growth yeah. hormone, you get pretty big. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Arnold. You, Arnold. <laughs> and what's his worth, did you say? Yeah, $12 million. Oh, good for him. Yeah. He's he's done well for himself, Lou. It sounds like he's saved and invested. Is he incredible? Hasn't lived beyond his gigantic means. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just, I just remember I was standing next to him and I looked down at my hands compared to his hand, my thumb compared to his thumb, and right. I thought I am just such a girly man. <laughs> I just am a girly, girly, girly man. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, November 9th, year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, here's the show now officially beginning according to FCC rules and regulations. We'll take full responsibility for what follows after Mark. That we're probably closer to uh, an outright war with North Korea than we have been in a very, very long time. There you go. Dan Rather. Banging the gongs of war. Drums of war. We bang drums of war, right? Right. Yes. I'd like to hear a drum solo of war. Good five minutes long. What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Pee, and that's a good time to go during the concert. Trump gets China deal. Rand attack update. Injuries worse than thought. And Kevin Spacey's career taking another hit. Stories coming up. 635 Armstrong and Getty. Rand's injuries are worse than we thought, yep. and we thought they were pretty damn bad. Yep. Oh! 
and you may get your $20 back. Oh, yep. I brought in your $20 yeah. today. I finally went to the ATM. Now, there is controversy. Yeah, I'm an honest motive, man. Motive is murky. Coming up, okay. 635. Okay. Starting it still seems weird to me that there's everybody's being so quiet. That's not the way modern media works. Well, long care is a serious thing. You don't want to shoot off your mouth unless you have your ducks in a row. <laughs> uh, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. It's like it is most days. It's good. So it's are, funny. Are you into this controversy where China blamed past presidents for China taking advantage of us? Where Trump did? Trump did, yeah. China! Are you into this controversy? Oh, China! It's, it's terrible. As it will the uh, Republican door. Yeah, it's a big deal if you... Follow some news outlets. Stay tuned. All of it coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. study is out says we've spent four trillion dollars on foreign wars since 9 11 2001 four trillion and at the current rate it'll be 5.6 trillion by the end of next year it's a lot of money well it's coming along nicely though last i heard we're about there got the middle middle east about south afghanistan almost right France and uh, Italy, really, as far just, as uh, uh, up and running countries. Yeah, just kind of cleaning up the details. Got to, uh, you know, got to pick up the litter in the parks and uh, get the marching band their uniforms. <laughs> Other than that, the Middle East is good to go. I wish in a parallel universe I could uh, observe what would happen if we had spent 10% of that. How much worse off would we be? I don't know. Coming up in Mailbag, a person you'll hate for humble bragging. Stay with us. <laughs> Mailbag. Coming up, a person to hate. How do you like that? Blatant blatant humble bragging. First, an honorary midweek shower thought passed around, uh, passed along rather by Tiffany. I just, I, 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 boy, oh boy. Did you say Tiffany? I did. I did. Tiffany is a hairstylist, and as I said Tiffany, I was reading hairstylist. I need blinders like a horse, so I only read the word I'm saying, because I read way ahead of what I'm saying, and then I d- d- babble out this jumbled the psycho crap, and nobody can understand me, and it, if I was a truck driver, it wouldn't matter. If I was on a CB, pig pen, this is a rubber duck, and I mispronounced something, nobody care. But I'm in radio, I gotta be able to speak clearly. So what did Tiffany do? Tiffany's a terrorist highlist. She writes uh, an honorary shower thought midweek. Actors in prescription medication commercials should have to reenact all of the side effects Mm. as the narrator reads them. Mm. (laughs) That would be funny. Ear pain. Uh, Stiff joints. You know, that sort of thing. Fever. Hasn't the side effect thing clearly gone into the now you might as well just leave them at all out? Because you claim everything could happen with every drug to avoid being sued. So well, you have r- to. The law says yeah. if more than, what, 2% or whatever the law is. But so know. at this point, it's just of no use to me. Right. The list. Right. Yeah. Literally, you know, uh, a handful of people. You couldn't feel the basketball team out of them. Uh, out of, you know, 5,000 people who took the drug reported headaches. 
Actually, I've learned from drug people that uh, every drug ever invented, one of the side effects has to be headaches because people get headaches while they're on the trial. And they think, oh, man, this drug's giving me a headache. So every drug in the world causes headaches, according to the fine print. Well, that's not very helpful. Not really. Uh, on the topic of your stitches, LOL, <laughs> writes Mike and Folsom. LOL. I, got, I bought the right tool at a uh, at a Rite Aid yesterday. Ah. Really high-quality little snippers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to have a pair of those. Uh, Mike and Folsom. It, it's, what's important is Mike is keeping a sense of humor about your pain. It's funny how when you describe removing your own stitches, how people react with horror as if you're telling them you're going to pull out your own eye or tear your <laughs> nails out with a pair of pliers. Yeah, I know. I had the same reaction when I told my buddies I was going to drain the excess fluid out of my own knee. Ah, why are you doing that? You can't do that, you maniac. LOL. It really wasn't all that bad. I just took a long intramuscular needle, because we all have those lying around the house, right? Took a long intramuscular needle and slowly pushed it in there. When it was deep enough, I pulled out the fluid and stopped when it was gone. Bing, bang, boom. Bit of advice. I ain't doing that. Bit of advice. Soak those stitches in warm saline solution. Soften them up before you start pulling on them. It'll make it much easier. Uh, Too late. Should have done something. It, it did. It, the pulling them out, once I got them snipped, did hurt. It took some real pulling because I waited <laughs> a good two weeks longer than I was supposed to to take them out. So they were... Did I tell the story about my buddy's daughter who sewed herself up? Taking out stitches is one thing. Giving yourself stitches is another thing. What are so you trying to do? People well, are driving. I just said it was interesting. They're going to pass out and crash and die. She's a, a an athlete, and she injured herself, and she didn't want to miss any of her sport. So she went and got the little medical kit they had there and sewed up her own gash. Oh, boy. And went back into playing. And oh, that, boy. And that, and that story got around, and it got her uh, tryout on the major university team because everybody heard... That story and thought, this is the sort of person we want. Wow. The sort of person who's going to stitch themselves up wow. themselves to stay in. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, that's resume material right there. We'll stitch myself up if needed. Where was the aforementioned laceration? I don't remember. Leg, I think. Yeah, leg you could do. If it's on your arm, then you'd be operating with one arm. Oh, yeah, you couldn't do it. You could probably do, like, your own eye. I could. I mean, like, your eyebrow or something if you got close enough to a mirror, but that'd be I, tough. I could not stitch myself. All right, we should really stop talking about this. Well, I first of all, I would have to know what sort of stitch to use. And I've learned to sew, quote-unquote, multiple times in my life. And months later, I've completely forgotten everything I, I, need, I, I, I learned. So it's the lack of sewing skills that keeps you from wanting to do it. That's not what's holding me back. Well, I suppose I could probably figure something out. If I were to, you know, go through my skin, the other skin, do some sort of a loop, come through, then go through it to tie a knot. <laughs> let's, and let's I have to I'm, think about it let's, for a while. Let's hope I'm never in a situation where that seems like that's necessary. Then uh, Mike says, keep up great work. Keep up the great work, guys. I've listened to your show for over 15 years. It just keeps getting better. Either that or your standards keep getting lower. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's way. not getting better. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's Katie. I was just thinking last night, I'm not sure we've improved at all in 20 years. <laughs> I spent a lot you know, of time... some truths are better unspoken. <laughs> Jabber McJabber. Like sitting around with your wife. You know we're both getting a lot older. That's right. Sex isn't very good anymore. <laughs> neither, anyway, what do you neither, want for dinner? Neither one of us look like we used to. Yeah, yeah especially you. <laughs> anyway. Right. What's, what's the point? Exactly. Right. So Katie uh, heard me talking of my love of curling. Uh, the the ridiculous uh, winter Olympic sport where you slide big old rock things with a handle along the ice. It's, it's like bar shuffleboard on a hockey rink. And uh, she says, we are the Wine Country Curling Club. 
It's uh, it's a California curling club, and she's invited me to come curl a little you bit. You gotta do that. Can I, I gotta can I do, do your that. sweeper guy. Oh, by all means. Yes. Yeah, sweep more. Yes. Sweep harder, you idiot. <laughs> they're always yelling at each other, and I'm not sure what they're saying. Nobody can sweep enough to fix that throw. <laughs> yeah. The broom guys are just standing there, uh-uh, just shaking her head. No, no, no. But if it's got wine involved, how do you not do that? Well, it's the Wine Country Curling Club. I don't know that they drink. Oh, you gotta. <laughs> I, I will. <laughs> I'm you, going to. You gotta. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Dan writes, first, I love your show. My clock radio, Bose. I love overspending. Wow. He's rocking the Bose clock radio. Uh, your show awakens me at 6 every morning. I love it. Very kind of you to say, Dan. You two are wrong about the gubernatorial elections. They do indicate political inclinings. I don't. Nobody's ever going to convince me of that. Trump is an aberration, a zit, so to speak. That's not, that's, that's not good imagery, no, Dan. no, no. No. Uh, and the electorate is speaking its mind. You two are both fun and thoughtful, but that does not mean you are always correct. Do you know, for instance, do you no, know the fact that I am always correct means I'm always correct. Fun and thoughtful is different. Was it Virginia was one of those races where uh, legalizing marijuana was a huge issue. That doesn't have anything to do with Trump. And that's a very motivating issue, as we've yeah. all seen in states, you know, up for discussion. You know, Dan, I, I will remake our argument and see if you agree. New Jersey almost always elects Democrats. They mix in a, go- a Republican governor now and again, so it's not a shock after the scandal-plagued Republican Christie administration. They'd go back for a Democrat governor. That is not a referendum on Trump. Um, and then Virginia is a purple, increasingly blue state, and the guy running for the Republican Party is a soulless, gutless hack. So does that indicate some sort of great sea change? I say no. By the way, it, it, there may be. A great sea change, a coming, but those almost, two races don't indicate there it. There almost certainly is, because that's the way it works. It goes back and forth. Sure, and the midterms, et cetera. If you're old enough, you've seen this, whether it was Reagan or Clinton or Obama. Or Harding. There's usually a real tidal wave the other direction after that person won. Right, right. Particularly that they, if that person has 38% approval ratings. The news the news coverage of the shocking results still reverberating around the country. How is it a shocking result that New Jersey elected a... How is it a shocking result? I used de Blasio winning, the, uh, being reelected mayor in New York. This is a shocking repudiation of Republican values. In New York? Right, They, yeah. they reelected a progressive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. I know. But listen, I expect a stripper to pretend she likes me, and I expect cable news to pretend everything that happened is so important I must stay tuned. Oh, whatever. It's just they're, they're prostitutes. This chilling tale, David writes, So yesterday my boss and I were talking about a potential project site, and he said how huge it was and that you'd really need a wide-angle lens to take job site photos of it. And I said, or a drone, and we started talking about drones and how good the cameras are getting, the apparent ease of flying them. Yeah, my friend Clyde's drone. Oh, my God, it's so cool. I really want one. Clyde's drone. That's a good band name. Yeah, it really is. It really is. My phone was sitting on my desk, not being used. My my mobile, as they say in Britain. He states that he thought, I think you need a license to fly one now. We discussed that. So he asked his wife in the other office. She came, sat down, said, yeah, you need a license to fly a drone. It's online. Then today, a day after this conversation, almost to the minute, I get this Facebook ad. Are you studying for the FAA remote pilot knowledge test? Join our free 60-minute webinar this Thursday. Studying for your drone pilot test. Because he Googled it. No. 
Because they were talking about it. Oh, gotcha. And thinks it went through the phone. Or you're just walking along and you find a twin. Oh, look at this. Sometimes life comes up in my favor. (laughs) Wrong. Huh? Wrong. What a a wonderful coincidence. We we posted a video of a Canadian feller and his wife. They own no effing cats. Haven't owned cats. Have no interest in owning cats. But decided to start talking about cat food one day with their phone sitting there. Within hours, their their feeds, their news feeds, their email, full of cat food ads. Wake up, America. <laughs> <laughs> a, a friend of mine was talking yesterday. He, he, uh, he and another guy we were hanging out with is talking about uh, Facebook. And he said, well, listen, it doesn't need to be evil. You can change your news feed, what you get and the things you get. And, and it cannot be family pictures and, and, and knitting patterns and the rest of it if you want it to be. And I said, whoa, 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 Mark Zuckerberg is evil. Don't fall into the idea that you can have an innocent relationship with Satan. You use Facebook for innocent. Yes, but you're still consorting with Beelzebub himself, Mark Zuckerberg. I wish you could check a box somewhere since we've got this problem of, uh, of we get fed news that they think we want. That backs up our own conclusions. Right. I wish you could check a box where you'd say, I'd like a mix of all news. I don't want just stuff that leans my direction. I'd like a little bit of everything. Wow. Yeah. Some sort could... of algorithm of, all right, we're going to give you 33% you agree with, uh, 33% purely devil's advocate, uh, neutral right. reason, and 33% uh, staunchly opposed to you. Yeah. That would be interesting. That'd, That'd be, be more awesome. stimulating. That sounds great. I'd only read the stuff I agreed with, but I still <laughs> love the idea. You know, I wish we had time for a great email from Don on Japanese execution protocols. Maybe we'll get to that. Did you see the um, Abe, the Prime Minister of Japan, fall in the sand trap on the golf course? Abe Maria! Yes, I did. It's hilarious. (laughs) I've done that myself. He rolls down to the bottom. Oh, yeah, and then scrambles back up. I'm good, I'm good, I'm fine. I'm good. Nobody saw that. It's pretty funny. I've done that, man. You back up. One more step to look at the pot. One more step. Yeah! <laughs> Better a sand trap than a cliff. Yeah. Uh, Marshall's News coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Chainsaw Bayonet, a possible addition to an AR-15? The internet is going wild with a whole bunch of things you can do to modify these, I'll use my finger quotes, assault weapons. Sure, yeah. Which is in the news, of course, because of, you know, that story. As a uh, right-handed shooter, I am quite certain that my left arm is not strong enough to support the weight of a chainsaw bayonet and shoot straight. Uh, anyway, it's kind of an interesting story, re-gun uh, knowledge and control and that sort of stuff. Right. And I must apologize. I, I didn't get to the humble brag email. Oh. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Okay. People love those. Love to hate those. Oh, my. This is unforgivable. We may lose a, a listener, but we'll gain a little justice in calling, <laughs> calling them out. <laughs> News now with Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump in China calling on Beijing to help solve the problem of North Korea's nuclear program, a decidedly diplomatic Trump 
saying that China's got the ability to quickly solve the situation, and he appreciates their help. Now, on another important front, trade. As you might recall, candidate Trump was really harsh about the trade and balance with China, essentially, China. essentially going after their government. We can't continue to allow China to rape our country, and that's what they're doing. Now, that was then. This is now. And while admitting the trade deficit's still a big problem, the president letting his hosts know... I don't blame China. After all, who can blame a country for being able to take advantage of another country for the benefit of its citizens? I give China great credit. But in actuality, I do blame past administrations for allowing this out-of-control trade deficit to take place and to grow. Well, the whole trade deficit thing, and I, I don't bother commenting on it mostly because it really plays politically speaking, but rich countries always have trade deficits to poor countries because poor countries can't buy as much from the rich country. That's how it works. It's not necessarily a problem. But uh, that is supposedly controversial, I guess. Why is that supposedly controversial? Well, he threw Obama under the bus. He said he was a weakling. Okay. He got derailed by China. China made him its, it's uh, uh, biatch. All right. Trump also announcing a $250 billion group of agreements between U.S. and Chinese companies during that same dinner. Quit stealing our technology, you thieving commies. Huh? Now, earlier this week, we told you how Kentucky Senator Rand Paul was out mowing his lawn when he got blindsided by a neighbor and assaulted. Well, now we because know... Because of a lawn dispute, and that's that right. is why I have finally... A ULD, an upscale uh, 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 lawn uh, uh, dispute. I have finally gone to yeah, the ATM... Pay up, you cheapskate. Oh, ...and gotten whoa, 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 whoa. a $20 bill. I never carry cash, so I couldn't pay my bet. No, but here's, whoa, whoa, whoa. The bet said... Here's a $20 bill. No, 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 Because no. you're fooling me, man. Because no. I believed it was a dispute over uh, marital relations or some sort of thing like that. And Joe thought it was just the lawn dispute, and I thought, no way, but... He was right. I was wrong. There's his $20. Yes, Marshall, you were saying? No, no, no. There's an update to all this. It's for the reports about the source of the beef between Senator Paul and his neighbor. A lot of people are saying it had nothing to do with landscaping. number of them mm. talk with the Washington Examiner. They say they don't know for sure why uh, Boucher attacked uh, Paul, but they say just look at Boucher's social media, and it speaks volumes. There's a bunch now, of... are they trying to hint that it's political? Because he's, he's different politics than Rand Paul. Because if it's political... He goes to prison for like 50 years if you attack a U.S. senator over politics, which is weird that you can attack him over he's growing pumpkins and practically kill him, and it's a minor crime. Right. But if it was because you're a Bernie Sanders person, it's it's a major crime. Totally different. And he's up to six ribs, by the way, tying Arnold Schwarzenegger. Six ribs. That's right. All right, so listen, I'm an honest man. You know me, old high road, they call me, among other things. They, the, the lawyer was saying it was over the lawn dispute. I'm telling you, I've lived among these people. Yes. A couple of alpha males getting into it over who's clipping what lawn and blowing what leaves in what direction and fighting over it is completely imaginable to me. Wow. I buy that easily. On the other hand... Jack's point about having a compelling interest in making it seem like it's leaf blower or pumpkin or compost related right. makes me doubt the testimony of the lawyer. I think we need to put the $20 in escrow. 
Until <laughs> give it to give it to a third party. I'll hold on My, to it. Uh, we'll uh, give uh, it to the mysterious Anton to hold on to it. <laughs> and uh, and and then when it's finally settled, the, the uh, winner will uh, seize the currency. Guy's single. So for it to be a love thing, it uh, unless he's got a girlfriend Rand was with, or he's with Rand's wife. I'm just trying to go through the possibilities. Well, yeah, I'm, you're not going to win. The only possibility is it, neither one of us wins, and, mm. and your money goes back. Among the now-deleted posts, Boucher reportedly called for the impeachment of the president and urged the Russian investigator, or Russia investigator Robert Mueller, to fry Trump's gonads, end of quote. Well, he wouldn't be the first hardcore lefty to commit an act of violence because he's overly emotional. But uh, at least he didn't shoot up a, a baseball practice. I'd want my lawyer arguing it was about uh, the lawn, too. If it meant going to prison for oh, yeah. 20 years. And or... I'd rant and rave about leaf blowers and compost <laughs> all day long. And I could see yeah. Rand actually saying, yeah, he's a super lefty, but he's just a nut job. It's just, you know, come on. Yeah, I think whatever he gets busted for, because he'll get busted for a pretty serious crime, I think, at this point. It'll probably slap him back in line. Although I'd hate to live next door to a guy who blindsides me, breaks my ribs, and injures my lungs. Oof. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Because they found another lung problem, right? Yes. Fluid on the lungs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's extremely hard to breathe with that many broken ribs, and so you tend to get yes. pneumonia, and you can die from that. Right. Um, Thank you, Homer. Thank you, uh, Arnold. You've got the humble brag you want to tell us about? Indeed. And then we got uh, this gun conversation. It's always good to jump into the gun conversation. Everybody goes wild. I've got so much good stuff today, really. It's going to be a good show. Oh, yeah. Are we going to mention the National Enquirer story that's getting national attention? Yeah, Involving absolutely. a former co-worker of ours. Well, right, yeah. And, and who raped Corey Haim? Big Hollywood name. It's out. Everybody's talking about it. And good. I'm glad. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. What Profile trial you may be following. The question a juror asked will shake your confidence in being judged by a jury of your peers. Mm. Should you ever end up in that situation? Stay tuned. It's troubling. I hope it's a jury of my peers, a bunch of embittered talk show hosts. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the stand. You believe this, S? I'll look at the jury. Coming up next. Yeah. <laughs> Could this whole process be any worse? Yeah, I hear you, brother. <laughs> That's right. Coming up next, I'll confess, or will I? And then the court will recess <laughs> for five minutes. <clears throat> so, unforgivable humble bragging here from Kelly in Maryland. We already have a national show. Dear Joe, I've heard Jack repeatedly ponder why stores play Christmas music and bring out Christmas products long before Halloween when, quote, no one wants that. It's because of me. I finish my Christmas shopping before Thanksgiving, so during the month of December I can focus on making Christmas special in my home, like baking, watching awful movies, and going to tree lightings. I attribute it to being a mom of young kids, uh, intentionality, and planning to make a memorable Christmas for the family. Not that I'm complaining, I love it all, but you have us moms to blame. That is blatant 
flaming, felonious, humble bragging. Guilty. Guilty. About uh, having the shopping done by Thanksgiving. Exactly. On the other hand, two things. Kelly in Maryland spells Kelly I-E, so you know it's a woman, not a dude. I appreciate that. And Kelly, why did this reset itself? I had it all queued up. I had it all queued up. Girl, dang it. Uh, Kelly in Maryland did send us the following clip from the family guy. You all think Christmas just happens. You think all this goodwill just falls from the freaking sky. Well, it doesn't. It falls out of my holly jolly butt. So you can cook your own damn turkey, wrap your own damn presents, and hey, while you're at it, you can all ride a one-horse open sleigh to hell. <laughs> You can ride a one-horse open sleigh to hell. Oh, boy. Kelly in Maryland. Then she signs off. KPTOT. Keep playing that old trumpet. Whoa! Back on my bad side. I don't play the trumpet. I play the trombone. (laughs) Yeah, you're the bugs down a little right there. Mm. Tempo. Tempo. Mm. Not... God, it's a whiplash ride of love and and, and hate with Kelly and Marilyn. We can look forward to Christmas Name That Tune in just a couple of months. That's right. Christmas Trombone Name That Tune. That's right. In which I attempt to play Christmas tunes without practicing or music, and you guess what they are. I've been following a little bit the Senator Menendez trial. We had a reporter on about it a while back. It's kind of interesting... because he clearly was doing all kinds of favors and using pulling senatorial strings that only he could pull to help out a friend. But we all know a this. A friend who's a criminal who ripped off oh, the yeah. taxpayers for millions. But we all know this sort of thing happens all the time. Sure. Politicians helping out friends, using their power to help out friends because they're big donors or friends or whatever. And or, the bigger government gets, the more strings there are to pull. So it's it, it's it's pretty interesting from from that standpoint. But so it got to the, the, the jury portion the other day. And on the first full day of jury deliberations at the bribery trial of Senator Robert Menendez, a juror asked the judge, raised her hand and said, what is a senator? So she'd been oh, sitting there. Lord. She'd been sitting there for all these discussions oh, oh where people God. were referring to the senator, the senator, the senator. The whole time she's thinking, "What the hell is that?" Oh my God! Yeah, uh, you've devastated us. You yeah, got to give us tough. a minute to. to Numb nut. That is ignorance on an unthinkable scale. The judge did not answer the question. Uh, refused the jurors' request for a transcript of the closing argument. And uh, said they need to go deliberate. I guess hoping that somebody in the deliberation room would uh, say, "Just tells her who to vote." Geez, where would you vote. where would you start and try to explain where a senator is? Because I assume if you don't if you don't know what a senator is, you're lacking a whole bunch of the other words I'm going to throw in to try to explain what a senator is. Well, and if he wasn't a senator, it, it wouldn't matter. My buddy, the crooked eye doctor, wants me to do him favors as a private citizen. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't. Oh my God, that's stunning. Well, I've told the stories before about serving on, uh, I've been in a handful of jury pools and gotten called and and uh, served one trial right to the verdict, and uh, we had one person who was so misguided, they they couldn't possibly render a, a, a verdict worth a damn. One gal on the jury was just so dumb. Poor kid was just, she was just not blessed with intelligence. She was well below the average IQ. Um, and, and that was a hell of an experience. I'm pretty sure they had some dim idea of what a senator is, though. Well, yeah, you got that angle of it, a jury At of your peers. At the end of the trial. 
And she doesn't ask anybody at any point. I know you're not supposed to discuss the trial. But again, you know what? God, maybe God made her beautiful or she's a gentle soul or something like that. But you are stupid. But don't you want to know? If, do if you, you don't even know enough to say to know that you could ask somebody, it's not discussing the trial. But don't you want to know if that person votes? And I'm telling you, we got to have poll tests. Well, we they're a registered have... voter. That's how they got called. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We have to have poll tests. In spite of the rather unfortunate history well, of that just, instrument. Just because they were used poorly doesn't mean they're a bad idea, in my opinion. You know, that's true. Just because because a stick was used to beat people doesn't mean all sticks are bad. You can't make a kite out of it. Right, exactly. That's a beautiful metaphor there. Thank you. Um, yeah, just and just the most basic questions. Who's the current president? <laughs> you know, stuff like that. How many senators are there? How many branch? Even that's uh, uh, in in Joe Getty's republic, the Republic of Joe. They would be super, super basic. Name the six branches of government. There's six, right? <laughs> <laughs> name name the two, or name the three branches of government. That might be. It. I don't know if I need to know that you understand all that stuff more than just, are you paying attention to the, the world at all? Who's the sitting president? How many states are there? What's a protectorate? <laughs> Guam is a protectorate. Puerto Rico is a, a territory. What's the difference? Compare and contrast <laughs> protectorates and territories. <laughs> What is a senator? What did the rest of the jury do to that? Or they might have thought, thank God somebody asked. Well, I was wondering myself. I'm glad you asked. Defense attorney jumped up in the air and high five because they're thinking, reasonable doubt. They don't even know what's going on. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.